Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope that everyone's day is going well. I'm in a very exciting spot right now. Like I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I was looking for a podcast chair, a yellow one, and I found it. It's perfect. I'm obsessed with it. I'm sitting in it right now. And it makes the whole podcasting experience feel way more official. I don't know how to explain it. It just feels very professional sitting in a chair that's intended for podcasting. Well, at least in my mind, it's intended for podcasting. But honestly, I've used it while I've been working, while I've been chilling, enjoying a nice cup of coffee in the morning. It's fantastic. But also, I wanted to mention that I'm in a new spot because if the audio sounds at all different, that's probably why I'm in my living room. Shocking. I'm not in a closet right now. This is probably one of at most five times that I have not recorded the podcast in a closet. So we're trying something new. Hopefully the audio is okay. We're going to test it out this week. If anything goes wrong, we'll troubleshoot from there. So let's get right into it. That's the first thing that's new with me. New setup. Not only do I have a new chair, but I also have a new boom arm. Which now that I think about it, that's also making this feel a lot more official. I will let you guys know if I like the one that I'm using. I'm not going to recommend it quite yet because this is literally the first day that I'm using it. But if I end up liking it, I'll make sure to tell you guys which one I ended up buying. What else is new with me this past weekend was very fun-filled. A lot of activity happening. Like I mentioned to you guys, my boyfriend's family was in town. So we did so many things. We went to restaurants, we went to museums, we went out on the lake. I truly felt like a tourist for the weekend, which was actually a lot of fun. Sometimes when you've been living in a place for a little bit, you kind of don't appreciate it as much as maybe you could or should. So having them here, getting to do all of those fun things, it definitely made me have a newfound appreciation, especially now because we're getting into fall. I feel like we get to experience the city in a whole new way. That's really all that's new with me. Not a ton upcoming, which I'm kind of happy about. I want to chill for a second. Enjoy being home, the new chair, the new setup, without having anything on my plate. Really a fantastic feeling sometimes. But before I can get into those low-key plans, let's get on to the rest of this episode. Starting off with what's hot this week. First story, and probably the biggest story of the week, everybody is talking about it, everybody is extremely excited about it, at least all the posts that I have seen have been pure excitement, and I am 100% on board with that, because the big news is, Rihanna is headlining the 2023 Super Bowl halftime show. Here's a little bit more on this, coming from HypeBay.com. They write... After lots of speculation on social media, it has been confirmed that Rihanna will be performing at the 2023 Super Bowl halftime show in February. The entrepreneur slash singer took to Instagram to share a photo in which she's holding a football confirming the exciting news. This comes after TMZ reported she was in talks of possibly headlining. As of recently, Rihanna has been focusing on her business ventures and motherhood, making this performance an even bigger deal. The pop star gave birth to a baby boy whom she shares with ASAP Rocky in May and has been remaining low-key on social media since. Fans are also wondering if this means she will be releasing new music soon. After all, she's recently been spotted visiting recording studios with Rocky in New York City. 
Okay, guys, like I said, this is big, big news. One of the biggest reasons why it is, because like this article said, she has been pretty low-key for a number of years now. Not necessarily being out of the public eye, but mostly being out of the music scene. I would say right now she's primarily known for being an entrepreneur. She has multiple highly successful brands, and the music side of her has really seemed to be playing second fiddle. Also, it's not like she hasn't been asked to do halftime shows before. She's previously turned down shows, and this halftime performance is going to be her first time performing on a stage in five years. Five years. That's an insane amount of time for somebody that is a singer, is a performer. Not to mention one that people love so much, respect so much, has put out music that are quite literally staple songs in people's lives. I think that she's amazing, so beyond talented, insane in the business world, insane singer, insane performer. I could not be more excited about this news and honestly shocked. Rihanna would probably not be in my top 50 guesses, but I think that's also why there's so much hype around this. Such an unexpected decision from an artist that we haven't seen perform in so long and from an artist that is so widely loved. I hope that this means new music, but whether or not it does, I already anticipate this is going to be one of my favorite halftime performance shows. Mark my words now, I have a really great feeling about this. The Super Bowl is on February 12th. It is being held in Glendale, Arizona. And I'm also going to guess that you're going to have a lot of people tuning in for this that aren't even football fans, specifically because they're Rihanna fans. I just think she is such a massive star. Seriously, one of the greats of our generation. Alright guys, next up for what's hot, some more celebrity news, but this time about a documentary of one of the most followed actors on Instagram, Selena Gomez. Billboard writes, Selena Gomez recently announced her upcoming Apple TV Plus documentary, Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me, and now she's revealed when the film will be hitting screens. In a new post on September 20th, the superstar unveiled a teaser for the doc, writing, My Mind and Me, we don't get along sometimes, and it gets hard to breathe, but I wouldn't change my life. Out November 4th. Billboard says that the visual features a rapid-fire montage of Gomez experiencing a wave of different emotions, from tears and anxiety to laughter and joy, as the words, quote, every breath a breakthrough, flash on screen. The description of the film is as follows. After years in the limelight, Selena Gomez achieves unimaginable stardom, but just as she reaches a new peak, an unexpected turn pulls her into darkness. This uniquely raw and intimate documentary spans her six-year journey into a new light. Billboard notes that Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me, is just one of the many television projects the singer has been juggling this year. She also stars in the recently wrapped second season of Hulu's Only Murders in the Building, alongside Steve Martin and Martin Short. She released season four of Selena Plus Chef on HBO Max, and she's currently developing a modern reboot of the 1988 Melanie Griffith classic, Working Girl. Earlier this month, Gomez returned to music as well, teaming up with Rema, 
for a sultry remix of her single Calm Down and helping the Nigerian musician score his very first entry on the Billboard Hot 100. So as you guys can probably tell from this article, Selena Gomez has been up to a lot recently. I'm very excited about this documentary. I feel like in the past couple years, we have gotten more and more insight into her life and some of the things that she has struggled with mentally. So to be able to get a documentary of her probably explaining it a bit more, maybe helping some other people to be able to relate to some of the things that she's been through. Of course, she is a mega celebrity, so her life probably looks very different than a lot of people's lives. But it seems like with topics surrounding mental health, sharing struggles and understanding how other people think about their own struggles does tend to really help, if for nothing else, creating a sense of feeling that you're not alone in your struggle. Other people go through things that are not the same as what you go through, but at least in some way, it seems like it can relate to something that you've gone through. So I think this is probably going to be really great for that reason, but I also think it's going to be really interesting to get more insight into her life where she can actually sit down, explain things, past just posting something on social media. Because like I said at the beginning of this, she is one of the most followed people on social media. She may even be the most followed person on Instagram. I don't know if somebody has surpassed her, but at one point she was the most followed person on Instagram. And I think because of that, people have a tendency to feel like they know somebody because they follow them or because they've been watching her for so long. Selena Gomez in particular, she has been in the limelight for so much of her life. She started out on Barney and Friends. She was very, very young. And then all that comes with Disney Channel, with being a star, both in the acting space and in the music space, and then having an ultra-public relationship, an ultra-public breakup. She's been pinned against people. Again, I think there's just a lot about Selena Gomez in particular that people think that they know. And I'm hoping at least that this documentary gives her a chance to tell people what she wants them to know. I think it probably gets very confusing when people perceive who you are as an actor and a performer as who you are in real life. So I'm happy for her that she's getting to do this documentary getting to talk about a lot of the things that I'm guessing she wants to talk about, that she wants to shed light on, and that she wants to highlight about her own personality. So I'm excited to watch it. I'll let you guys know what I think about it once it comes out. But I just have to say, based on talent alone, I think she's great. I love so much of her music. I started watching Only Murders in the Building, and I'm actually so obsessed with that show. It's so good. I may even recommend it to you guys when I'm finished with it, but I gotta get through season two first, so stand by. Again, like this article said, this documentary, Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me, comes out November 4th on Apple TV+. Get excited. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. And speaking of Selena Gomez, I have the perfect transition into what's good this week, because I have a movie to recommend. This movie has a star-studded cast, including Selena Gomez, and it is one of those movies that I feel like completely slipped through the cracks for me. 
I don't know why I never saw this, but let me tell you when I did, I absolutely fell in love with it. The movie is called A Rainy Day in New York. Here's your summary. A young couple arrives in New York for a weekend where they are met with bad weather and a series of adventures. There is short summary, but this movie is a romance comedy. The cast includes Timothy Chalamet, Elle Fanning, like I said, Selena Gomez, Jude Law, Liev Schreiber, Rebecca Hall, and Diego Luna. So star-studded, they all did such an incredible job. At its core, the story of this movie is so simple, but it really is a beautiful story about relationships, about expectations, about misunderstanding people, about following passions, about completely unexpected adventures, and a very fun element of being young in New York and embracing all of that. I really liked it. If you guys want to check it out, if you guys are going through Selena Gomez's past work, getting prepared for this documentary, this is another one that you can add to the list. Again, it's called A Rainy Day in New York, and you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Alright guys, and last up for what's good, one song this week. I've been playing it on repeat while I've been walking, while I've been working, while I've been working out, while I've just been sitting around. I love this song. I'm very excited to recommend it. It is called By and By by Camp. As always, you can check it out on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. Alright guys, let's round out this episode with need-to-know basis. While I was thinking about a topic for this week, I was reflecting back on the weekend, and I was thinking about all the things that I was doing with my boyfriend and his family that I really would never normally do if it was just another weekend in the city things that we specifically thought to do because people from out of town were coming to visit. And while they don't live here, we do live here. And that got me thinking about doing those activities and about the idea of being a tourist in your own city. I find the concept of that to actually be really special. Because think about it, when we live in a place long enough, we kind of stop doing new things. Because maybe you move somewhere and you find a restaurant that you really like. So then you go there over and over again because you know that you like it. Or on the weekends, you have routines. So you don't always think to go try something new or think to do something that maybe your city is known for. And more than that, maybe when you moved to your city, when it was brand new to you, There were certain things that you wanted to try or certain places that you wanted to go that you kind of just forgot about. And then because you've been there for so long, you don't even really bother going because you kind of take for granted that you could go anytime. A perfect example of that is that there's a restaurant that is on the top floor of a building where you get a 360 view of the city. And we've always talked about going there, but we've never actually been. And then... We had people coming from out of town and we thought that'd be a great place to go because it kind of feels like it would be a touristy thing to do, to see the city from a really high point where you'd get a really beautiful view. We could have done that anytime at any point, but we waited 
until essentially we were a tourist in our city, being tourists with other people in our city to do that. There are so many things like that that we did this past weekend that I thought about we could do this anytime and we should do this more. We should embrace doing more touristy things because honestly, they're tourist attractions because they're fun. (laughs) Of course, it's so nice to have a routine and to make a place feel like home, but that element of newness is really underrated, I think. I want to keep appreciating the things that feel so normal now. I don't want to just wait to go to places that I've wanted to go to until people come to visit. And I also really don't want to take things for granted. I think I've told you guys this before, but we have such an incredible view and we feel so lucky to have that view. But sometimes I forget, unless I've been away from our apartment for a while, how amazing it really is. I want to take that in more. Take the fact that we can walk so many places that we have city and water near us, the amazing food all around us, all of those things I want to recognize and embrace more. So if you guys are living in a place right now that maybe isn't new to you, try to challenge yourself to make it feel new again, or at least challenge yourself to do all the things that you said that you wanted to do when you first moved there. It's fun to be a tourist sometimes. Because it's also very possible that one day, wherever it is that you do live right now, you could be a tourist there again. So appreciate where you are. Even if it's not the perfect place, trust me, I've been there before too. I've felt that before as well. But you never know. You just might miss it one day. So experience it while you can. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Be a hometown tourist. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 